Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shore Store. I'm your host, Justine Elizabeth, and I'm back. Um, yeah, sorry it's been a while. Um, for the main feed, at least, I feel like, you know, I took a little break because I finished off Jersey Shore Season 5 right before the holiday. Um, you know, New Year's happened, everything like that. I took a little bit of a break. And then, of course, if anybody follows football or sports at all, or just the news in general, um, the Buffalo Bills and the DeMar Hamlin situation happened, um... And I was planning on doing an episode like last week when that happened. And um, my heart was just so heavy. It was like it very much affected my mental state for a little bit. Um, You know, and then obviously great news happened. And, you know, we're moving past all of that right now. But I've also been doing Resting Bitch Face full time with Julie. Um, So by the way, go over to Resting Bitch Face. Listen to that if you want our brutally honest opinion on literally everything. We literally talk about things that happen in our real lives, uh, Netflix documentaries, anything you can think of. And also we're going to be recapping the new season of Thousand Pound Sister. So that'll be out, you know, I think the day after I release this or something the same week. So go over, subscribe to Resting Bitch Face if you want to hear more of me. Also, you can go to my Patreon where I am consistent. I've been consistently posting episodes throughout the holidays. The URL is patreon.com slash shorejustine. Um, Tier one is only $2 a month and I put out episodes on there weekly. I am currently recapping Teen Mom Family Reunion Season 2 if you guys are into Teen Mom at all. I recapped the entire season of the next chapter. I have throwback episodes on there. So much Teen Mom stuff on Tier 1. When Teen Mom the Next Chapter was airing, I was putting out recaps like sometimes only hours after the episode has aired. So go on there if you're interested in that. For Tier 2, of course, you get all of the Teen Mom episodes, but that is also where I'm currently recapping Jersey Shore Family Vacation Season 2. You know, it's a really good season. Family Vacation was so fucking good until um, until it wasn't. I feel like it was maybe good until COVID. Anyway, so I'm doing two episodes a week over on Patreon. Um, My episodes are so fun over there. I put in fun clips. I tell personal stories. I put in music. It's good. I probably have like 200 plus episodes on there too. Bonus episodes about everything. Patreon.com slash shorejustine. Now, let's get into Floribama Shore. I fucking love Floribama Shore so much. I miss talking about it. Um, I just love it so much. I love reliving these episodes. And um, my last Floribama Shore episode I did was a while ago. It was featuring Carling from I Did Not Sign Up For This podcast. We did the Hunch Punch episode just because... I wanted to do an episode with her. She wanted to come on. She had never seen Floribama Shore before. So we just, you know, I just kind of threw that episode in there, even though I was mainly recapping Jersey Shore at the time. But now I'm back. I'm just going to finish out season two of Floribama Shore. And I hopefully, Carling, if you're listening, I would love to have you on again for another episode. Maybe 
um, with Lindsay as well if she's into it. You know, if you're listening, text me and let me know. If not, I'll text you and ask you. Um, but let's get into this episode because it was another good one. I don't think there's any bad episodes of Florbama Shore. La Tatia's Aliba. Allegedly, that's Chi-Chi's up in Spanish. So let's get into this episode. It's Florbama Shore Season 2, Episode 18, A Whole Lot of Yikes. And we start off the morning after, if you will. So if you guys will remember the previous episode, Hunch Punch, where um, they went out to the club. Gus was trying to like meet all these girls. Nilsa was all over him. She was wasted. She was trying to kiss up on him, hold his hand, everything. And, oh, I know, I know that we're not going to be more, but just kiss me. And Gus was like, no, girl, I'm not having it. I want to pick up these girls who look like they were set loose in a thrift store to pick out their outfits to appear on the show. Wait, wait, I feel like that's giving these girls a little too much credit. I'm gonna say not only do they look like they were set in a thrift store, but also that they weren't allowed to shower for a week and had to get into like a dirt wrestling match before as well. Um, I don't know. I think I said it the last episode. I just don't get it. I feel like Gus was just trying to move on with any girl. Nilsa is was so fucking stunning compared to those girls. I mean, it's funny how it all works out now. Like Gus, Nilsa's married to another Gus. Um, and she's probably so fucking happy looking back at these episodes and just being like, thank God that Gus rejected me. Um, I mean, no offense to Gus, but it is what it is. So Gus wakes up in his bed with the girl he brought home, Kendra. She wasn't the original girl that he was talking to at the bar. She was some girl that literally just came in from work. Like even when she wakes up, she's still wearing her clothes. She's just wearing like leggings and a shirt that says staff on the back. So I don't know. She looks like a camp counselor to me, but I hope that she just worked at a restaurant or something. I don't know. So they wake up together and she's like, oh, I should probably leave. And he's like, no, let me make you breakfast. I'll make you eggs. We That's all we eat in this house is eggs. And it's just like so awkward. They're in the kitchen. Amy comes downstairs. Gus introduces them. Amy, of course, runs back upstairs and tells Nilsa she's like, don't freak out. Um, but Gus is down there with a girl. So she goes back down. Cody comes downstairs next. Him and Amy are like sitting outside now. Then there's another really awkward moment where Kendra and Gus come out and they say bye to them. Kendra leaves. So long. See you later. We don't care about you. We're never going to see you again. She leaves and Nilsa looks at Cody and Amy and she's like, um, is she pretty? And Amy's like, fuck no. I love Amy so much. Nilsa's like, yeah, that's what I thought. But like, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was just like hating or whatever. Nilsa then turns around, goes back into the house and Cody looks at Amy and he's like, she don't remember anything from last night. And we see the flashback clips of Nilsa just being all over Gus and embarrassing herself. Now we get a moment of just Gus and Jeremiah in the backyard together. And Gus is telling Jeremiah about Nilsa being all over him at the bar. And just, you know, how he's like, I don't know what to do, all that stuff. And Jeremiah's like, ugh, women. 
Yeah, Jeremiah, that's why you like men. So now Candace is asking Cody and Nilsa if Gator has called, Gator J231 Southside God. And Nilsa tells Candace, she's like, just break up with Gator. And Candace is like, yeah, but like, how do you break up with someone over the phone? So we see Nilsa and Amy leave. They're going to have a quote unquote best friend day, which really just means that they're going to go to a restaurant and get drunk. But we see Candace call her friend Jada and ask her advice on how to break up with Gator. Jada's advice was literally what I would probably say to my friend. It was like, um, you can say something like, it's not you, it's me. Or you can say, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> and Candace is like, uh... Bitch, you're no help. So anyways, we're going to go back to Nilsa and Amy's best friend day. Amy says to Nilsa, if you ever try to get in bed with Gus after he's told you several times, I will tackle your ass to the ground. You are too good for that. Here's a really unpopular opinion. I think that Amy and Nilsa have a better, more iconic, more real friendship than Snooki and JWoww ever did. In my opinion, I think that JWoww and Snooki both have only child syndrome, and I also feel like JWoww has this natural mother nurturing quality to her, and Snooki is like a bratty little kid, and it was just like their friendship dynamic was a lot of like Wow just trying to be Snooki's mom and like I don't know some, some of obviously I love them together and some of their scenes and stuff are iconic but if you guys have been listening to me for a while you know my opinions on this you know that I don't think that they talk all the time like they make it seem um, and I think that with Nilsson Amy just from what I've seen on the show and online I think that they have a genuine friendship in in a different way I don't think it's all business like Snooki and Jaywaz is I think that they're typical friends they live in different states um, but they see each other when they need to see each other they see each other on special occasions all of that stuff it's like anything that happens with a friendship as you get older like obviously Nilsa got married and has her baby and Amy's in a new relationship now that she seems very happy in and I think that they still love each other and they'll always be friends. And I feel like adult friendships should be this way where like, even if you don't see each other for a very long time and you do see each other, it's like you never skipped a beat where I feel like as with Snooki and JWoww, it's like, okay, this is business. We have to get together to film our YouTube video or to do whatever. But I can't really... I don't know. There's just been a lot of moments that I just feel like sometimes they really don't like each other and a lot of it's all for TV. But we're talking about Floribama and Amy's the best. Like, I swear to God, like, I want a friend like Amy. Like, no matter how many times Nilsa complains about the same shit, like, Amy is always there to help her out, to give her advice, to make her feel better about herself. It's... Amy is truly like the best friend that anyone could ever want of on all of these franchises like she has had Nilsa's back since day one um so anyways back to the episode Nilsa starts to cry and says it hurts her feelings that every time she puts herself out there this happens and Amy's like well you know what that's all of us Nilsa like guys are stupid and then Amy tells Nilsa next time 
a guy rejects you, don't ask yourself, what's wrong with me? Ask yourself, what's wrong with them? And I agree with her. That's perfect advice. And once again, Nilsa just must be so fucking thankful that this Gus rejected her because of the way her life is now. So Amy and Nilsa end up at Firefly. Of course, we remember this restaurant from season one. It's where Gus took Nilsa on that date. That was really awkward when she wasn't into him, but he was like really trying to get with her at the time. And also it was when the roommates took Amy to Princess Goddess Mermaid Day as well. So you know, they go into Firefly and they have, which looks like some sort of martini drink. They're both drinking like a pink, pink uh, liquid in these like martini glasses. Maybe it's a Cosmo. No, I feel like Cosmos are darker than that. I don't know. I feel like these are like some sort of flavored martini or something like that. Um, I did try to go on the Firefly website and look at the menu. The food menu looked absolutely delicious, but I could not find the alcoholic beverage menu. I could only find non-alcoholic beverage menu, which is kind of strange. So either they got their liquor license revoked or I am an idiot and don't know how to manage the website or it's just not on the website for whatever reason. I don't fucking know. But when and I eventually make my way to Panama City Beach. This is on my list of places to go. And speaking on my list of places that I want to visit in Panama City Beach, Dat Cajun Place. I feel like the the food that they probably serve at Dat Cajun Place isn't really my type of food, but I feel like this would be such a fun place to go just for like a night out when you just like want to get wasted. Like they always have live music and it just seems like a vibe. So Although Amy and Nilsa are at Firefly, the rest of the roommates get ready. They go out to that Cajun place. As soon as they sit down, the server comes over. Car bombs, car bombs, and more car bombs. Um, there's a moment where Courtney goes to give Jeremiah a high five and he ignores her. It's just like so awkward. He like gets up because they're like sitting across the table from each other and he like goes to the bathroom or something and when he comes back, she's like, drunk and she's like why'd you ignore my high five bitch and he's just like what what he's just giving her this very like condescending look that's like I'm trying to ignore you and I don't want to talk to you and I don't know I feel like I've been in Courtney's shoes in this situation and it's just it's just not a good feeling so now back with Amy and Nilsa, they leave their car, their Escalade. It's not an Escalade, actually. In Floribama, they have Suburbans. They leave the Suburban at the Firefly parking lot, and a producer drives them home, thank God, because you can tell they're drunk. They go back into the house and decide to keep going. They open a bottle of champagne. They get into the pool. There's a moment where Amy is like just sitting in the pool smoking a cig and Nilsa just pours champagne in her mouth. And it wasn't just like a little bit like that bitch like dumped that bottle in her mouth. So Amy gets up and she runs to the bathroom to go puke right away. Totally been there. Amy comes out of the bathroom and she looks right in the camera and goes puke and rally bitch. So she's the princess goddess puke and rally mermaid bitch. So then they go to the beach, they go skinny dipping, very Vanderpump rules of them. They come back to the pool, they're like screaming, they're wasted, they're being extremely loud. I feel really bad for their neighbors actually. 
As soon as the other roommates come home from the bar, you can just like hear Nilsa screaming in the distance and Gus is like, yeah, I'm not in the mood to deal with that. Jeremiah is, however, um, very switching the roles of them. Most of the time it's Jeremiah that's like, I'm not going to have fun. But um, he was right there. He puts on his bathing suit and jumps into the pool. Candace, however, does not. She comes in. She goes right up to her bed, lays in bed. She says that she's upset because at one point he made her happy. And Courtney comes in and she's like, yeah, Logan made me happy too. And then I realized he was fucking crazy. Like, you know, our feelings always change. It happens. So Courtney's trying to console her. She's like, listen, God loves you. Your mom loves you. I love you. Like, everyone loves you. You don't need this loser Gator J231 Southside God. So Candace is like, hey, I'm just going to make this phone call really quick. However, the editing here is horrible. She calls him and she tells him she doesn't think that they should be together anymore. And Gator loses his mind. He's like, I did everything to try to make you feel special. So if that's the way you want to feel, then that's on you, Candace. Um, and he basically tells her to have a great life and he hangs up on her. She hangs up. She's crying. And this is where the bad editing comes in because Amy was sitting beside her being like, it's okay, Candace. Like, we love you. We're here for you. But then it cuts back to the pool and Amy's miraculously drunk in the pool with Nilsa again. So who knows? I swear to God, MTV has some of the worst editing that I've ever seen on reality TV. I think who's ever editing these shore shows needs to like hire me as the continuity person or something. This next scene is fucking wild. So it's the next morning and it's time for Jeremiah, Cody, and Courtney to go to Shore Dogs for a shift at work. Um, Jeremiah is like saying to Cody, okay, Jeremiah and Cody are getting in the car. Jeremiah is going to sit in the front seat. He's going to be the driver. Cody is the passenger and they're in the car for like two minutes before Courtney comes and sits in the back seat. And when they're waiting for her, Jeremiah says to Cody, oh, I think it's going to be one of those days. I can already see the look in her eye. Like we're really going to have to pick up the slack. Courtney mentioned in her talking head that she was really hung over this day as well. So all makes sense. But first of all, Cody has a water bottle that looks like it has orange juice in it. And I would bet everything I own to say that that probably was OJ and vodka but besides the point Courtney comes in she sits in the back seat and um she puts her foot up on the center console thing and Jeremiah I don't know I guess he wants to put his elbow there or something while he's driving so he like starts nudging her and he's like can you get your foot off there that isn't a foot holder and then of course Courtney being Courtney is like no bitch and extends her foot even longer she's like I'll put my feet wherever I want to and Jeremiah is like trying to push her off and then he punches her in the leg why do I not remember this happening like first of all don't get me wrong he wasn't like socking her with all of his might with his you know big strong juicy arms the fact that Jeremiah is a douchebag doesn't take away from the fact that he's very attractive okay but it's not like he was like full on like punching her with all of his might or anything like but it was a decent like little punch like and Courtney's a very tiny girl or at least she was back when they were doing the show and I just feel like 
you know, Courtney has a very similar body type to me. I just feel like she was covered in bruises after that. I feel like Courtney, first of all, is the type of girl that gets bruises very easily to begin with. And she probably gets a shit ton because she goes out and she gets wasted and she dances on the bars and is all over the place and has a good time. And Jeremiah probably left another bruise. It was a very awful, shitty thing. Just the way he was treating her. Listen, I also do not like the fact that Courtney was like, no, bitch, and was trying to like put her foot even more on him. I feel like they were both wrong in this situation, but he definitely didn't have to punch her. Little fucked up, Jeremiah. So the three of them arrive at Shore Dogs and Kevin, the owner, shout out Kevin. Um, he gives Cody a special bandana to wear for Biker Week and Courtney and Kevin are basically explaining to Cody what Bike Week is. Um, it's like, okay, so here I live very close to a beach town. You know, it's nothing like Panama City Beach, but it's a teeny little beach town and they have like Friday the 13th days where all the bikers go up there. And I've personally never been, but from what I've heard, it's like an insane party and everyone's just on the street and it's crazy, but it's like all bikers and stuff. And it seems to be like that there, except it's a whole entire week. Um, for those of you who are interested, I actually Googled when this year's bike week is in Panama City Beach, and it's from May 3rd to May 7th. And uh, according to Google, Panama City Beach Bike Week happenings will take place at multiple venues throughout the area, welcoming over 60,000 biking enthusiasts to the beach twice a year. Ooh, they do it twice a year. Well, I only saw that one uh, that one week, so... <laughs> That's when it is, according to me. But um, Cody's like, this does not sound like my idea of a good time. Like, if I go to bike week, I'm going to leave with a stab wound and I'm not going to be looking forward to that. So we get the roommates coming back to the house and then we get a scene of Cody, Kirk, Jeremiah, and they're sitting in the backyard and they're talking about bike week and they're saying how it's like not really their thing. Like, they all like younger girls. They're not down to like go find some biker chick or whatever. So they're like, we need a change of scenery. And this is all leading up to a house meeting that Jeremiah is calling for everyone. So everyone sits in the living room. Jeremiah is standing up. He's like, as we all know, bike week is happening. So I figure we should go somewhere new and exciting. AKA they probably couldn't film in bars or anything like that during bike week. Like if this, if, if from what I researched and by researched, I mean reading like three sentences about it. If by what I came across is true, I think that probably every single bar that they go into is packed. They probably have events specific to the bike week crowd and it probably would have interrupted with filming. So they're like, okay, we got to go somewhere else. Either that or they already had the Mexico trip planned and then the bike week storyline is just thrown in. But, you know, clearly the Florida Shore housemates aren't deciding where they're going to go. But I still really loved this scene. So Kirk is like, so where do y'all want to go? And Candace says Detroit. Cody's like, who the hell wants to go to Detroit? Everyone's like... Uh, what's even in Detroit? And Candace is like, oh, well, my cousin lives there. So I thought we could go visit my cousin. And Kirk's like, what, we're all going to fucking stay at your cousin's house? Like, 
not going to happen. Listen, I got a lot of love for Detroit. I I live very close to Detroit. I've only been there twice. I don't hate it, um, but there's nothing to see there. Except for Caitlin and Tyler's house. I would literally go to Detroit just to like wave past their circled house. I was going to say go see their like crazy circled house, but I actually saw that they moved the other day. So rest in peace to that house. Amy wants to go back to New Orleans. Um, Nilsa wants to go to Vegas. Jeremiah wants to go to Miami. Um, And Kirk is like, well, what do you guys think about Cabo, Mexico? And at first they're like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, it's kind of like Cancun, but it's more like, I think he said it's like Cancun, but a younger crowd or something, which I don't think it's true. I think that Cabo is... I could be wrong. I could be speaking out of my fucking ass right now, which I probably am. But I always thought that Cabo was on a different part of Mexico. Like, I know that Playa del Carmen and Cancun are like right there beside each other. And I think that Cabo is like closer to California, if I'm not wrong. Somebody is probably going to inbox me and tell me to go buy a fucking map so or a globe. So... I apologize. Either way, I love Mexico and I'm very excited that they're going to go to Cabo, Mexico. So now we get this Jeremiah and Gus moment and um, Gus is outside working out and Jeremiah comes out and he's like, I'm trying to have a good time with my boy. No, he didn't say that. He's like, I'm trying to have a good time in Mexico. So um, I'm, I don't want you counting calories or anything like that. Like we're going to have a good time. And then Gus is like, no, 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 don't worry. And then Jeremiah brings up Nilsa and he says that whether she can claim it's like casual sex or not. Actually, this is what he says. He's like, so uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about Nilsa. And you know, bro, like whether she can claim it's casual sex or not, like you and I both know like that's it's not how she feels. So Jeremiah basically tells Gus that he needs to like cut the cord, cut it loose before they go to Mexico. Gus is like, oh, 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 I know, bro. Like, there's no way I'm going to Mexico with all this lingering. Like, I know you're only telling me this because you're looking out for me. And then they have this like bro hugging it out moment. But Jeremiah like takes it a little too far. He like does the steroids. He's like, and like, bursts out red oh my god my my sound thing just went so loud I am so sorry for anyone listening to this with headphones <laughs> anyways I know this is a super unpopular opinion in the Floribama Shore fandom but I really miss Jeremiah and Gus's friendship I miss these like stupid bro moments with them like they're just so fucking ridiculous and you know, as me, somebody that likes to look at Jeremiah, whether I agree with half the shit he says and does or not, um, I wish he was a little more active on social media. He's super, super MIA compared to the rest of the cast. So now we get a scene of Nilsa calling her mom. She wants to put together a little booklet full of Spanish phrases for the house to just to get them by while they're in Mexico to like be able to order themselves food and drinks and whatnot. So now the roommates get ready to go out. I think this is going to be their last time going out before the Mexico trip, but they get into their taxis, the thought mobiles, the, the guys are in one taxi, the girls are in another, very Jersey Shore of them. And Gus says to the guys in their taxi, 
Gussie boy isn't drinking tonight. I'm sorry. He has to break the news to Nilsa. And he basically explains that he doesn't want to drink because every time he's tried to talk to Nilsa about the situation, he's been a little bit drunk. So um, it gets it makes it a little bit harder for him to like uh, stay away from her, avoid her. When you're when you're tipsy, it makes it a little easier to give in, I guess. Um, so they arrive at Tootsie's. Everyone starts to drink. It looks like such a fun night. Candace is line dancing with all these like older ladies. It just looks like a lot of fun. Then we see a moment where everyone's kind of like sitting at a table, but Cody and Amy are like kind of dancing with each other funny. And Gus says, I wish they would be a thing. And then Nilsa looks at him and she's like, I wish we would be a thing. And Gus is like, yeah, like about that. Um, Can we talk? And then he's like, "I listen, like, I just can't keep leading you on. Like, I have to just hold myself back from flirting with you when I'm with you. And Nilsa is like giving him the pure fuck me eyes. She's like, just flirt then, Gus. And he's like, no, no, we need to talk about this. Like, let's go talk. Let's go. Let's go outside and talk right now, please. And I'm in my head, I'm like screaming at Nilsa here because I'm like, just go talk to him because he probably wants to start drinking and he can't do that until after you guys have had this stupid fucking conversation. So Nilsa refuses to talk to him. She like does the duck lips and has like the I love you eyes and she just like shakes her head no slowly she's like I'll, I'll talk to you like later at the house let's talk at the house not here okay so Gus is like okay fine so now everyone gets into the taxis on the way home um, guys in one taxi girls in the other besides Cody Cody I think Courtney and Cody switch spots in this situation so Gus is telling the boys it's harder than he thought it would be to talk to her. And he's like, all I know is like, I hope Cody's saying something to her right now, though. So then we smash cut to Cody in the girl's cab um, sitting (laughs) beside Candace. And Candace asks Nilsa why she wants to be with Gus. She's like telling her her value is a 100 times what she thinks it is. She needs to see it. Um, and like, you just shouldn't be going after a guy who's told you multiple times that he doesn't like you. Basically, same thing that Amy has been saying to her, not a little more tough love than Amy, but the way that she worded things was still extremely, extremely nice and respectable. Um, Nilsa's like, if he tells me he doesn't want anything from me, guess what? I'm a fucking savage and I'm going to go fuck everyone I see in Mexico. And Candace is like, okay, let's not do that. (laughs) And Cody's like, listen, listen, uh, Nilsa, if you're not the first round pick, then you need to move on. So now everyone arrives back at the house. Nilsa goes to bed. Gus like walks by her room and notices that she's laying in the bed. So he goes into her room and he's like, oh, you're going to bed already? Like we, 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 I thought we were going to talk. Like we really need to talk. And Nilsa's like, we can talk tomorrow. Like I'm just really tired. Like whatever it is, what it is. And then he's like, oh, oh, okay. And then she just goes, if you don't see a future with me, then like, it's fine. I'll move on. Like whatever. And then instead of just like leaving and letting it be like that he opens up her blanket and like sits in her bed and I understand that he doesn't want to leave it on a sour note like 
he probably doesn't want it to be awkward in the house. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Like, he's not trying to be a dick to her. He wants to leave this off on the best note as possible. And he, he shouldn't have, though. Like, I, I totally understand what he's trying to do here. But I think that in this moment, he should have just left her alone after she said that. Like, okay, Nelsa, like, you know, sorry. Like, I... I I wish that you would understand that it is what it is, like whatever, or didn't even say anything. As soon as she said that to him, he could have just turned around and left. Literally, it reminds me of a scene in Double Shot at Love season two where, you know, Nikki was being all crazy. It boggles my mind that those two are together now. Like, I cannot wait to eventually recap Double Shot at Love. Um, But, you know, Nikki was having one of her tantrums. I don't really remember what happened, but she was in her room and she was crying and Polly went in to check on her and she's like, just leave me alone. And then Polly just like shrugs and he's like, okay. And then in his talking head, he's like, I'm not the type to beg for a girl's attention. Like if you're telling me to leave you alone, like I'm going to leave you alone. So anyways, uh, Gus did not take Polly's advice there. He's trying to be Mr. Nice Guy. So Nilsa says to him, so what now? Like, you're saying like nothing like no kissing nothing like no dancing together anything and Gus is like yeah I think that's the smartest thing so he um goes downstairs and Amy comes up and Nilsa tells Amy that they're done Amy climbs into her bed of course they share a room she climbs into her bed with the dress that she had on at the bar like so disgusting ugh And Nilsa basically just tells Amy that she wants to be loved more than anything. And once again, Amy's like, you'll find someone who loves you and you love them. Like, life sucks, but it always gets better. Just remember that, Nilsa. And that's where we leave the episode off. So sorry we have to leave it off on a little bit of like a harsh no, our girl Nilsa getting her heart broken. But like I said, she she's probably so happy. It is what it is, especially like everything that's gone on with Gus recently and all that stuff. Um, Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be back. I want to have a lot of really fun guests on for the rest of these Floribama episodes. So stay tuned for that. Check out the Patreon. I have so many episodes on there. I'm always putting out stuff on there. So go to patreon.com slash Justine. If you have no interest in joining the Patreon or you, you just you just can't for whatever reason, another amazing way you can support me is by leaving me a five-star rating and review. Um, and it also helps you find other podcasts that are similar to this one if you like this one. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for for some more Teen Mom 3 recaps with Erica. We have a really exciting one coming up soon. And I guess that's it for now. And next time I talk to you guys, we'll be talking about Mexico and I'm very excited. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk soon.